we're back, ladies and gentlemen, to another illustrious episode of Before the Trey Count. I am your host, the unnamed host, a.k.a. Nino Brown, uh, <laughs> alongside my other uh, co-host. Yes, sir. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Osiris, back at it again. Most definitely, and that's spelled with a U.S., not with the I.S., not to be confused with the uh, Egyptian deity. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, I'm the one, the only O-S-I-R-U-S, the champ. Check me out I, on Instagram, Osiris underscore the champ. Don't forget Blackstone Labs in his house. Yes, sir. Blackstone Labs, the best supplements in the world. Actually, right now I'm drinking a little concoction of uh, BCAs, glutamine, and creatine, all by okay. Blackstone Labs. And uh, for all of y'all listening, if you guys want a discount on your Blackstone Lab supplements, Go to blackstonelabs.com, use uh, discount code Osiris underscore the champ, or you can go on to Instagram, hit up emily.kate.clausen, tell her Osiris the champ sent you, and she'll give you an even better deal. Super dope, super dope, especially starting the New Year's off, <clears throat> 2022. Yes, yes, starting the New Year's off, everybody wants to get in shape, right? Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, since we're all cooped up, uh, <laughs> you might as well get some sort of workout so you don't know, you know, become stagnant. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I forgot to mention, this is our second season, second episode. Um, so I also wanted to give a shout out to our illustrious guest that we had for the first season uh, last year, which was uh, ZTR, Zach the Ref, uh, yeah. also uh, Mark Moment, um, yeah. and uh, the original manager, I am... Oh, I'm killing myself because I'm blanking on, on, on <laughs> homeboy's name. Uh, GA, you might uh, uh, be able to remember for me. Uh, yes, I got you. I got you. It is Mr. APMO Chad Epic. Yes, and make sure to check out his uh, hot sauce, which I have yet to have, yes. but I want to have uh, in the 2022. So, Osiris, uh, I imagine, do you have any at the, at the crib? Any bottles? I don't, but okay. uh, I definitely, definitely got to buy some. Yeah, we might have to get in touch with Chad so we can, because uh, uh, I was going to say, I'm looking, trying to ch- check out some new dishes, uh, so I know the hot sauce will go well over some chicken and some uh, uh, steak. Well, I don't know about steak, but probably chicken. <laughs> so probably chicken, yeah. Probably chicken, maybe yeah. some pork chops. Yeah, uh, pork chops. Those yep. that eat pork. Exactly, yeah, since it is, you know, swine. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I do love me some bacon. Uh, not gonna oh, lie. Oh yeah, chewy bacon. Can't mess yes. with it crispy. <laughs> I feel you. But I feel you. You've had this sauce before, right? Uh, I've tried it. Yes. Is it spicy uh, or is it more like the sweet side? It's pretty spicy. It also got kicked to it. Go for the heat. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Cool. All right. But yes, thank you to those uh, three uh, gentlemen on uh, dropping by. Uh, hopefully, yes. we will get more uh, guests in 2022. Um, yes, not even hopefully. That's a definite. We definitely got to get uh, Ozone on here um, yes. somehow, some way. Uh, keep definitely. coming up with funky hits like every single day. <laughs> <laughs> also, we have to get, you know, our, our, our third uh, co-host, um, you know, G to the is A, R to the D-A. <laughs> you know what I'm yes, saying? Sir. Now that he's uh back here on the East Coast, we gotta get my man, uh my my Raider brother on here. Uh yes. and uh and actually with him, because yep. uh we record uh on Sunday mornings, yep. I feel like that's probably a good time for him. That's prime time for him? 
Yeah, yeah. So I'm actually, I'm going to hit them up after this episode. Sounds good. Sounds good. And since it is Sunday, we need to get your other, the other half of, um, uh, I'm blanking again on the, on the tag. Uh, (laughs) the the SOG, the the soldier of God. Yes. Yes. Ronnie to the ribs. Yes, we have to get we gotta get him on uh, this this year as well. You know, yeah. just to make things proper. Because I know you uh, you know spoke up uh, last year that you your last match was in uh, November of last year. Uh, so now we're in 2022. Things are back up and running to a degree. So I know the that solution. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the old school baby. Yes, but I know you guys are uh, probably gonna get up and running uh, in regards to you know getting. Y'all uh, matches on the way? Yes, uh, definitely. Uh, we are uh, back at Showcase. Actually, we were supposed to be there uh, a couple days ago, but due to the snow, it got canceled. Yeah, that storm was crazy. Yeah. How, how'd you do with it? We on, um, what's today, Sunday? So Friday, it hit hard. Uh, you know, clowns were out and doing their thing. But then um, pretty much Saturday and today is all melted away but tomorrow in the re- early this week is going to be very cold so it's going to probably ice up everything word word yeah that's not looking forward to that nope. but uh, you know is what it is we gotta you know that's the uh, price we pay for living out here right yeah New England well you yeah you in the tri-state but yeah pretty much the same no, I'm New right. England I'm Rhode Island man Oh, yeah, yeah, all right. So, yeah, well, is Rhode Island New England? Because I always thought Massachusetts, yeah. New Hampshire, and Maine, Vermont would, like... And Rhode Island and Connecticut. Oh, okay. No, I thought Connecticut is a tri-state with New York and so New Jersey. Connecticut, Connecticut is an interesting state. How so? Connecticut is both New England uh-huh. and the tri-state. So how is it, how is it, how does that work? Um, I don't know. That's why they don't have any sports teams, I guess. <laughs> that is true. That is, well, yeah, that is well professional because they have a uh, NCAA team. The, <laughs> oh yeah, basketball colleges. Teams. You got a lot of colleges out there, yeah. but uh, but yeah, no professional sports teams. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, so Connecticut's an interesting place. Having lived there for a lot of my adult life, actually. Um, I can say, like, it's funny. They it, it almost doesn't have an identity because of that. Because it's like, it's part of New England, uh, but it's also part of the tri-state. And depending yeah. on what part of, part of Connecticut you're in, kind yep. of determines, like, are you a Patriots and Celtics fan, or are you, like, a Giants and Yankees fan? Yeah, because if you're, like, what, New Haven, that's pretty much on the border of New York and Connecticut, correct? It's uh, It gets closer, too. Yeah, New Haven's probably about 45 minutes from New York. Yeah, Western Connecticut. Okay. Yeah, and then but if you're up like in, uh, what, uh, Windsor or like, Frank? yes, yep, that's somewhat closer to Massachusetts. Yes, exactly. But Rhode Island, yeah, you guys also have a sports team, neither. Um, that is very true. We do not. Or or Delaware. Uh, <laughs> is Delaware even a state? It is, because uh, Dover's is capital. 
But yeah, a lot of states don't have a lot of sports teams. <laughs> That's so crazy. Uh, but I guess, I guess Delaware, they over there. You're probably going to be a Washington. Um, what are they now? Are they the Wizards or are they back to the Bullets? Uh, Wizards. They're the Wizards, right? Okay, I don't yeah. know why I thought they were back to the Bullets for some reason. Yeah. I think I saw them like playing in like a throwback jersey or something like that. Were they the, like, oh, they play. They play one in Maryland. Is that what this stadium is? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, so all of that is kind of weird. Yeah, it is. Yeah, a lot of states. I'm, I'm thinking like Virginia don't have a team. Don't have a sports team. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Wow, one of these days we might have to go through like and be like, <laughs> states right. that don't have sports teams. Uh, it's probably states that don't have big metropolitan cities. You know what I'm saying? I could see that. I could definitely see that. So obviously, you know, Massachusetts got Boston, so you can have a lot of, you know, Boston teams. New York has New York teams. <clears throat> no doubt. Jersey, Jersey, you know. Uh, but yeah. But uh, yeah, so um, yeah, that's and quite I interesting. Question. Yeah. Why is it the New England Patriots? But the Boston Celtics and Boston Red Sox, like, none of the other New England states have teams, so it should be the New England Celtics and the New England Red Sox, no? Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Uh, I feel well, like was it always team. the New England Patriots, or at one point was it just the Patriots? That's a great question. I don't know. Yeah, got to look, in, look into that, you know, yeah. uh, for, for a future episode to, you know, get our answers. But, yeah, it's sort of interesting. Is it the um, soccer team, New England? Is it New England Revolution? Yep. Okay. Revs, I wonder yeah. if it's uh, newer things. I mean, I don't know what came first, football, baseball, or basketball. I assume baseball came first out of Yeah, I think that's America's pastime. Yeah. But I wonder what's older, baseball or professional wrestling? Like, because you had the carnies. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and, and the reason why I know that. Yeah. Um, so, depending on... Who you go by? Yep. Professional wrestling actually started in India. Um, really? Yes, way back in the day, they were uh, sand pit fights. Okay. And it turns out uh, they were a work. Oh, really? Yes. But was it was it similar? Like, was it traveling? Uh, like, salesmen basically, you know, having these exhibitions um, to make you know money from the crowd, or was that later? Once it came to, you know, the U.S. I mean, it wasn't so much traveling. It was like, oh, like, here's where the sand pit fights happen. Like, right. and, and everyone shows up, like, to that place. Right. But, uh, but yeah, it turns out they ended up being a work. Um, 100%? Yes, 100%. Nice. And, uh, I mean, I think they started off as a shoot. Yeah. At some point, it turned into a work. History has shown. And, uh so that really is the origins of pro wrestling if we want to talk about worked fighting. And how far does this go? What year did this go back? Oh, jeez. Um, I'm, I'm honestly not too sure of the year. I'm like, I know it goes way, way back. Like, guys like, like walking around in, like, loincloths. Yeah, so like, I was, was during, like, BC era or, like, you know, AD, you know, like... I think it's AD. Okay. But I, but I think it's pretty early on, like... Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, that's the first that we know of work. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I imagine like even before then, when they had like gladiator fights, it could have been guys that been like that took dives for whoever you know was the case. I can see that. 
Because that's what, when you think about professional wrestling, it's basically who's taking, taking the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? <clears throat> and over here, um, that's kind of how it became uh, popular was on the carnies, the carnival. Right. And right. you would have a legit tough guy, you know, legit wrestler, and he challenged the audience. Right. And then, uh, you know, and then you build up that, wow, like no one can beat him. And then you bring in that guy that he's going to take the dive to. And people are going right. to pay a lot of money to see it. And then they're right. going to pay a lot of money to see the rematch. Right. Exactly. Yeah, because always everybody loves a sequel. Yes. Yep. And uh, and I think even in the States, wrestling came before baseball because I was listening to uh, the Jim Cornette podcast the other day. Okay. And uh, he was talking about how at one time pro wrestlers or boxers were the highest paid athletes. Um, and how back in the 30s, like yep. people used to get dressed up in suits and things like that to go see wrestling matches. Oh, yeah, you can definitely see that even in like archive footage with yeah. uh, wrestling and you know, boxing. If you see like old Madison Square Garden, you know, uh, events, people's all dolled up. Yes, yep. I guess you can say even boxing people somewhat come in their best, you know, their yeah. best almost to the American gangster. That's uh, how Frank Lucas got. Frank Lucas got caught. Oh, yes. Uh, he was at the, uh, I think it was the Sonny Liston fight. Um, and he had on the mink coat and the mink hat. Yep. Uh, sitting front row and everyone was like, wait, who's that guy? Yeah, he was basically peacocking. Yes, yep. Speaking of uh, peacock, are they are they better now um, with their, like, app? Like, is no. there a resolution better? <laughs> um, I, I, well, actually, I will say, yep. uh, Watching live events? No, live events are still really rough to watch on there. If uh, you uh, want to pause or fast forward, rewind, anything like that? Yeah, um, very, very rough. Uh, but recorded events, yep, um, operate as we would expect. Can you skip matches like on the network? No. What? Fast forward, rewind. They still haven't implemented that basic feature. Like that they was so not. like uh, that was so crucial. The the problem is Peacock is designed for TV shows. Okay. And and so they treat and and sporting events too, I guess, because they do the Olympics and the different things. Oh right, yeah, live sports events. Yeah. But they treat pro wrestling like a TV show or live sporting event. So it's like it's really multiple events in one. Okay. Like with the Olympics, like when when they have their Olympic coverage, they let you switch around to different events. Like you know, even okay. though those events are all happening in the same day, yep. like they consider it different events. And I'm like, to me, pro wrestling kind of operates that fashion. Like you might not want to watch the first three three events. You want might want to skip to the fourth one and right. not have to like fast forward rewind to be able to do that. Right. But yeah, I think it's just a perspective issue. And for whatever reason, the higher ups there don't have that perspective because I mean, we know the technology exists. Exactly. And you would think with the money that NBC has. They can throw like so much behind their, you know, infrastructure and their, you know, digital and their, and um, they, you know, user interface that it would be, you know, somewhat easy to navigate. You would think they. I think at the end of that, the day, the problem is, yeah, like they're still making money even with the problems. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, they're still signing up. Yeah, when the network switched over, Peacock got 1.5 million uh, new uh, subscribers. Yeah. That's crazy. Right? So you got to figure that's at, at 10 bucks a month, 1.5 million people. That's 
10.5 million yeah 10.5 million dollars a month like <laughs> yeah so they can be yeah uh, it's a shame that you know Vince and them switched over because they had a, a diamond in the rough with their network they did and uh, as we're talking about it now and I don't know how I never really gave thought to this yep it makes sense like all these talks and rumors of WWE selling uh, yeah because it seems the- like Things are slowly, you know, being sold off, uh, you know, with the numerous releases of their, you know, their talent and, uh, you know, uh, employees. Um, it definitely yes. seems like it. And, uh, and yeah, and I mean, even the network, I'm like, oh, like, wait a minute, if you're keeping a business running for a long time, you would keep the network and keep and make that revenue for yourself. Yeah. Instead of uh, cashing out. Which is a so, good segue into the whole NXT Triple H, you know, guys, uh, situation. Um, yeah. So basically, what would we say like ninety percent of his uh, original uh, staff has been released? Yeah, say? I feel like at this point, everybody except for Sean. Okay, <laughs> so it's like ninety nine percent. Yeah. <laughs> so we obviously at one point when we when we thought you know Triple H married Stephanie, we were like, oh, he's a shoe in for pretty much running both of them. A shoe in for pretty much running the company after Ben steps down. Yeah, now I don't really see the case. No, um, and I'm curious. Like, did they not want it, or did Vince just decide to go in a different direction? Right. Because all right. So also, let's let's throw in the fact that said because Shane's not there no more. But say if Shane was there, you think things would turn? You think Vince would have? Maybe allow Shane to run the, with the reins after he, if he does step down eventually. <sighs> That's a tough one. Here, so, so because Vince McMahon's an interesting guy. Not that I've <laughs> ever met him, but you know, right. you hear a lot of stories. Right. So supposedly, him and Shane were always butting heads. Okay. And that's why Shane left. Um, okay. And uh, and you know, little known fact, uh, Shane wanted to originally buy UFC. Right. And uh, Vince shut that down and uh, pro- probably regrets it uh, now, but, you know, especially since UFC runs the WWE model completely. Right. Uh, yeah. But uh, but with all that being said, um, you know, with Shane and Vince butting heads all the time, I wonder if Shane had been around, would Vince have uh, given him the company? Because he's like, oh, like Shane's a fighter. Like right. he's willing to butt heads with me. Right, uh, which some people say can earn your respect from him. Okay. Uh, whereas Triple H and Stephanie, I mean, they just molded themselves basically into Vince's mold. As like co- co- carbon copies, basically, you saying? Yeah. Yep. But and then again, I, but Triple H is one of the guys, so he would have, you know, a little more expertise in regards to running, you know, the company compared to Stephanie, where she just basically, you know, was born into it. But never, you know. No, I, I feel you. I think the two of them together running it would be a great idea. I loved what Triple H did with NXT. Right. I think nobody really had any issues how he ran it because it, it always got great reviews when it first, you know, started in his inception. Yes. Yep. Um, so I, I think, uh, you know, yeah, I think I think it would have been interesting if Triple H and Stephanie took over. Yep. Um, Triple H is an old school wrestling fan. Yep. Um, so I think he would have run it uh, in that fashion. Yep. Um, but yeah, at this point, it seems like that's not where things are headed. 
Um, Vince Russo believes that uh, The Rock and Nick Khan are going to put together a uh, buying group to buy to buy it. Huh. No, that'd be well. The Rock did purchase the XFL, but nothing really has formulated with that. Um, so I don't know. Like, what would the Rock and Nick Khan and you know the you know media group? What what would they do different? Like, because I feel like wrestling is you, you can't have a group like a you know a a group to a company to run. You, you still need that individual to like hold the reins of it like events you know what I'm saying or even like a Tony Khan with AEW like you need that one individual like a whole group seems a little difficult to pull that along I feel you and I wonder would The Rock be the guy that's at the helm but he has so many production and so many you know other things his hands in like can you really keep up to date in regards to having his attention fully on wrestlers you know what I'm saying yeah. Compared to his seven seven bucks production, where it's just mostly movies, where they're like every other you know a couple of months, and then on to the next one. You know what I mean? No, totally. Wrestlers sort of not to be like crew, but not they sort of need more attention compared to. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, you're right. It's much different. <laughs> no, absolutely. It's like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like being a teacher with students. You know what I mean? Yes. No, for sure. Um, and in that regards I guess that's a good question like because yeah The Rock as of right now could not be at the helm but I wonder if The Rock is thinking because The Rock's what like 50? I would say yeah probably yeah early 50s yeah early 50s even like maybe he's thinking he doesn't want to do too many more uh, superhero action roles Right. Um, you know, maybe he wants to, uh, like, like Batista. Batista said he doesn't want to do uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy anymore because uh, he doesn't want to have to go shirtless. Yeah, the tax taxation on on his uh, his body. Yes. Yep. And uh, and maybe The Rock, you know, might be thinking similarly. Um, you know, because I, I hate to speculate, but I, I feel like looking at him, he's on all sorts of things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he definitely, uh, you know, did not look like that when he was, you know, as a professional wrestler. That's for sure. No, you know, and for some reason, twenty years later, as an older guy, he suddenly like <laughs> <laughs> is that physical condition, right? And uh, and hey, more power to him for it, and it's made him millions upon millions, or yeah. I guess since we're talking about The Rock, I should say, it's made him millions! Yeah, and I remember he was also throwing around the idea that he wanted to get into politics as well. Yes. Right. Which, uh, I think that would be a bad move. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I mean, good to, you know, diversify, you know, your passions, but this would be, you should eventually, like, just <laughs> focus on one or two at the most. Totally, totally. Uh <laughs> And maybe WWE and XFL will be those things. Possibly. Uh, and his bodybuilding organization. Oh, he has one? Yes. Um, he had announced it in, like, the end of 2019. Uh, is it, like, a supplement group? No, it's like a bodybuilding. Uh, like, it's like a, going... Like, uh, like an Arnold Classic? They have, like, a Dwayne Johnson Classic or something like yes, that? Like yes. Yes. Wow. Um, 
I, I don't remember what the name of the event was supposed to be, but it was like the something, something bodybuilding and fitness expo or something like that. Yes. And uh, they had announced it at the end of 2019. They had even signed eight-time Mr. Olympia, Phil Heath. Um, as well then, as of course, as like a performer. Uh, it's believed as a performer. Um, that's that's what was thought at that time. Uh, but then, of course, we all know how 2020 went. Right. Uh, so, so the event never happened. Right. Uh, but yeah, he still still owns it and has all the stuff. Like it's a matter of what, when will it go? I guess just like the XFL, he owns yeah. it. And, you know. Exactly. And don't forget, he has his tequila uh, company too. Yes, Terramana, which uh, <laughs> that's typically what we drink here in the uh, household. How is it compared to Patron? Um, I don't know if I've ever had Patron. Oh, okay. So, but I will say Terramana is very smooth. Okay. Um, I, I like it. Uh, I'm not a big tequila guy. Yep. Um, too much tequila, and I'm fighting people. So, <laughs> <laughs> take it straight up, and you use it as a chase, have a chaser alongside with it. Uh, typically, we make margaritas. Oh, okay, nice. So, yes, I do uh, the Osiris margarita, which is um, a shot of tequila, uh, three quarters a shot of Cointreau, okay. half a shot of agave nectar. Okay. And then uh, the juice from half a lime. Okay. And it comes out pretty smooth? Yes. Yep. Throw it all in the shaker with some ice. Shake it up. Pour it in a glass. Okay. Bada bing, bada boom. All right. Uh, yeah, next time I'm by the crib, I'm going to have to try some. Yeah, absolutely, man. We uh, we pride ourselves on our bar. Um, I'm actually very disappointed we had to cancel New Year's. Um because uh, our uh, we we've got a great bar selection. Yeah. Um, it, it's funny. Uh, Irene's dad he was like calling us alcoholics um, because of our bar selection, and, and he's not a drinker. Um, yeah. You know, on a special occasion he'll have a glass of scotch, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and so he's always like, "Oh, like you guys are some kind of alcoholics or something." <laughs> and it's like, no, like we don't even drink the majority of the stuff that we have. Right. Like, <laughs> But we like to have something for everybody. Yeah. So like when someone comes over and they're like, hey, I want to have X, Y, Z. No problem. Gotcha. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, man. Uh, it seems like uh, The Rock definitely has his hands in many things. But going back to Triple H. Um, so what happened? So what, I know he had his, you know, health scare situation. Um, yes. Like this was all in the making before then, I, I imagine. So Alvin won't even put it off on that. But where does he go from here now? Yeah, um, that's a great question. Um, I mean, he's still representing WWE. He just did, right. uh, he was on, I don't know if it was a Today Show or one of those morning, morning shows. Um, talking about their NIL um, NCAA athlete program. How do you look? Um, he looked okay. Um, you know, he had the he had the suit on. Um, he looked like corporate Triple H. Um, he didn't look bad at all. Yeah, I was gonna say he didn't, like he didn't lose any weight. Um, possibly, definitely, possibly lost some weight. Uh, you know, when he's got the jacket on and everything, it's really tough to to say. Right, right, but, but uh, okay. yeah, he didn't he didn't look huge by any okay. means at all. Okay. So yeah, I, I feel like he's been losing weight though, like slowly over the years. Right. Because like, at his at his peak, we think he was like 260, 270. 
Oh, yeah. Like that 2002 Triple H comeback? Yeah. Like, yeah, he was definitely 260, 270 in that ballpark there. Uh, he didn't maybe down to like a cool 240, 230? Yeah, I would say that. Okay. okay. Working out in his uh, Vibram. Uh, I think that's how it's pronounced. Vibram, Vibram, the finger shoes. Okay. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. What VP of talent relations is that it? That's his role. No, he was. Uh, what was his title before? He was the vice president of global. <laughs> it was the vice president of global something or another. Oh okay, okay. Uh, was his title, um, which uh, Irene explained to me. Like in companies like that, like titles don't really matter. Okay. Um, because really, I mean, he was running NXT, like that's what his job was, and, and expansion. Oh, and maybe that's what the title, like Vice President of Global Expansion, maybe. Okay. Um, because yeah, like he was supposed to be expanding, you know, into other uh, territories. That's like NXT UK. Um, he was trying to put together NXT Japan, but uh, that got shut down by Japan. What was they gonna run with? All Japan or New Japan? He was trying to work with them both, um, and they saw what happened with NXT UK, and okay. uh, they were like, "Yeah, no," um, because uh, basically, you know, with NXT UK, yep. when that started up, they were like, "We're going to be partnering with the indie companies, like to make make this a better scene." Yep. But it ended up shutting down a bunch of indie companies, right? Because right. like they couldn't use that talent anymore, right? And going back to NXT UK, you think all the re- releases from the US NXT, you think they're next on the chopping block? I've got to assume so. Um, they're not bringing in money for the company. Like, at, at all. They, you know, how many people are really watching NXT UK on the network? Um, fans, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, you're hardcore fans. Yeah. But, but that's about it and then uh, you know I don't know what they're doing as far as well, like you know live gates and things like that over there yeah so yeah I would have to assume that they're going to be trimming a, a lot of people from that roster I think they'll keep it around as an entity right but uh, but yeah I have to assume we'll be seeing a lot of cuts coming from there yeah yeah especially now with Regal gone, because you could, you know, been like there, like spokesman uh, in, in essence. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, which is surprising because he's been with the company twenty some odd years. But yeah, I'm surprised that they, you know, release him. Either it's like a temporary thing. You might see him, you know, in a couple of years back with the federation in some sort of. Because I'm surprised I... he tried, you know, be like a trainer or something like that. Not a trainer, uh, agent. Yeah, well, I mean, he was running things at NXT, right? Because um, he wasn't just the on-screen manager; he was also doing a lot of like training and working with the the up-and-coming talent. Yep. At the performance center, um, I don't think we see him back there. You don't think so? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Um, other than maybe for a Hall of Fame induction someday. Okay. Um, I've got a feeling he ends up at AEW in some capacity. Okay. Um, you know, he's got the connection with uh, Brian Danielson. Um, and really a connection with any of those guys that came through NXT. Yeah, and you um, got the name. I mean, this is William Regal. He's no, he's no slouch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. Like. I was going to say, would he return to British wrestling? Like one of their 
promotions and just help out with the you know the British guys. I feel like he's lived over here for so long. Oh uh, yeah, he's pretty much uh, domesticated himself to the U.S. Yeah, like I, I think he's got a really nice house in Florida. Um, and, and no disrespect to to England, but yeah. why would you want to leave a beautiful house in Florida for rainy weather <laughs> in England? <laughs> true, 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 true. Um, but yeah, hopefully, I mean, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where he turns up. Uh, definitely, I know probably uh, Jesse James, uh, Road Dog, uh, Brian uh, Armstrong. He's definitely gonna probably. Uh, find himself uh, in AEW or maybe Impact. Yeah, I'd say maybe more so Impact. Yeah. But then again, uh, you know, they'll try to... I imagine Tony Khan trying to do a uh, New Age Outlaws reunion somehow, some way. Oh, that could be interesting. Um, the the pro- It's funny. I'm like, Road Dog might be an interesting manager for somebody. Yeah. Uh, be- yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, he's got... Yeah, because yeah. he definitely, I don't, I don't think he can still go. No, no, I, I don't think he's had a heart attack not too long ago, too. So, oh, I think you're right. Yeah, so you know, he, you know, gotta be careful with that, too. Exactly, exactly. And uh, so, so yeah, it's gonna be, I mean, I, I, the wrestling landscape right now is so interesting. Yeah. Um, Jeff Jarrett, he just filed a trademark for Slap Nuts. He, oh, he's uh, wrestling again? Yeah, uh, he was, uh, he debuted at GCW, um, which is like probably the, the number one indie company right now. Um, oh, now that ROH is gone? Yes. Okay. Um, GCW fills that space. And uh, yeah, Jeff Jarrett just debuted there. Um, so out wait, in- MLW then? Would you put them over MLW as top indie? Um, I want to say yes. Okay. And I think I'm going to say yes because GCW gets bigger names. Oh, like who? Who else? Um, Zack Ryder. He was their champ for a while. Okay. Uh, John Moxley is their champ right now. Really? Uh, Yes. Okay. Um... In fact, uh, GCW announced Moxley was out of rehab before AEW. Um, yeah. Yeah, you didn't know that? No, nah, would he injure himself? No, um, alcohol. Ah, I didn't know that. He, he took the Stone Cold gimmick a little too too seriously, apparently. I didn't even know he was even a drinker. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't either. I mean, I'm not surprised by it. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, apparently he, he had to go to rehab for alcohol. Um, and uh, GCW announced that uh, their Hammerstein Ballroom show, yep. which I think is next month. Okay. Um, they announced that the main event is going to be John Moxley against Homicide. Wow! Even though Homicide was still wrestling, right? All right, good for them. Should be a good match. Yeah. Very stiff. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Very stiff. Well, okay. All right. <laughs> well, yeah. All right. I got to check out GCW then. I didn't know that they were um, out there like that. Yeah. It all happened, I feel like, over the course of the past. Well, I mean, I guess really over the past few years. Yep. But yeah. like over the past like two years, especially, I feel like it really blew up. Okay. Um, they, they'd slowly been building a name for themselves. Um, they were known for the Joey Janela spring, spring break specials, WrestleMania weekend. 
Um, but then like over the past two years, they just started bringing in really big names. And when they brought in Zack Ryder, as funny as it may sound, I feel like that's really what like uh, turned the tide. Um, he showed up, he beat Nick Gage for the title. Yep. Um, and it was a major moment. Um, Zack Ryder says it's one of the biggest moments of his career. And I mean, he's headlined WrestleMania, not headline WrestleMania, but like he won the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania. Yep. And, uh, you know, he, he put this right up there. Uh, and I don't know if you've seen the video footage of when he won the belt there. Um, but the fans started throwing things at him, including pizza cutters and like craziness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Uh, yeah, I saw the clip online. He's yeah. definitely had a um, resurgence in his career, you know, yeah. once he was released. So that was good for him. Definitely. I think, um, and spoiler alert for anybody, uh, my apologies. Um, but last night, Impact Wrestling had their Hard to Kill pay-per-view. Okay. Um, I think Ryder won the Impact title. Um, I don't know that for sure, but I saw a picture this morning um, of him holding it. Okay. So I assume he won it. <laughs> All right. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, you know, being with the commercial, you know, mainstream company might not be the best for your career. No. You know, so if you're going to be put in a wheelchair and have to watch John Cena make out with your girl while yep. you get thrown down the stairs. <laughs> well, the only thing I can see better with Vince is just the, the money, I imagine, right? Yes. Yeah, so. It's uh, like Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, he talks about, because uh, a lot of people have said, why Why are you there? Yeah. Um, and he said he, he already did his art. Um you know, so now he, he's getting paid really well and he lives in Florida and gets to go surfing like on his days off. <laughs> so <laughs> and you can't you can't be mad at that. Like You think uh Shinsuke gets a six or seven figure deal? I'm gonna say he's a high six figure guy. Okay. Okay. He's All probably right. around seven fifty guarantee. Now if he goes back to Japan, you think he can make that same amount of money or it'd be much 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 less I think it would end up being less okay. and I think I don't think he'd be as happy I think he's really happy um, at WWE getting paid to not have to beat up his body yeah um, and, yeah strong well the real strong style <laughs> right right you know um, so I think yeah I think at this point he you know he had done 15 years I think in Japan He's, um, and so he's like, yeah, he's he's ready to just you know make make good money, go surfing on his days off. Like, <laughs> uh, they just have, uh, speaking of Japan, Wrestle Kingdom just happened, right? Yes. Did you get a chance uh, to see it? No. Uh, it's funny actually. We had talked about ordering it. Uh, yep. It was available on Fight TV for uh, only twenty five bucks for the two two nights. Not bad. Uh, yeah. So we had talked about ordering it yesterday, but uh, just never got around to it. Um, I think Okada is the champ coming out of it, but I'm okay. not too sure. Okay. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to check it out either, but I was just curious to see see if you have to see if it was worth watching. Yeah, I got to. Uh, I'm, I'm curious about it. I I, um, I saw a headline that that said uh, Will Osprey versus Okada gets ridiculous uh, star rating. Okay. But I, I never read the article, uh, so I'm not too sure what happened or what the case was. Right, right, right. All right, I'll be interested. Uh, next episode, we can 
<clears throat> talk about it, see, you know, how, how it was. Um, yes, sir. But, uh, what, I, what I did see was uh, NXT's uh, New Year Evil. Okay, speak on it. Because uh, there was a great six-man uh, tag which stuck out in my mind because it had a... Uh, um, M- MGK, M2, M- B2K, um, <laughs> with uh, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> with with uh, old boy um, RK Bro. What, what's his name? Um, oh, Riddle. Riddle, right against Walter and um, Imperium. Oh, Imperium, yeah, yeah, those are my boys. Oh, great match, great. Really? Match. Okay, yeah. I gotta check that out. Very, very, very clean. No botches, which was good, but very hard hitting too. So it, it, okay. it, it was a real good match. Um, and then they had, which I'm so, I'm hoping that they're ending their feud because now they have just like matches. Uh, baby baby uh, Steiner against uh, Ciampa. Right, uh, right. The, the title. But, it, you know, it looked like they put a cherry on it. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, with, you know, baby Steiner uh, running home with the title. So I'm hoping because they've been doing their feud for like the past like seven months now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, hopefully that he can work a you know a program with someone else, but we shall see. Well, I think that will be the case because uh, well, I was about to say rumor, but no, this isn't rumor. This is fact. Huh? Uh, Ciampa worked a dark match uh, Friday night before SmackDown. Oh, so he did be brought up. I think so. So <laughs> be brought up, then released. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely okay. a possibility. <laughs> so who did he work a dark match against? Pete Dunn. Oh, so he got brought up too? Yes. Released. All right. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that makes sense because I see he wasn't on the, the event, uh Pete Dunn that was uh that is. Um, oh really? Okay. Nah. Okay. I feel like he hasn't been on there like in a minute. No, nah, because he yeah, he was because he he had a match against um the the Italian mafia dude. Oh, okay. Uh, Tony something something something. Who went over? Um, I think it, it was like a uh, DQ. Like there was a run in from um, I want to say uh, Diamond Mine. I want to say. Interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he now he he, he uh, was on the show a couple of weeks ago. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see with um, Baby Steiner who who he would be feuding with now. If he said what's his face got a dark match then. Yeah, we'll probably be moving on from that. Yeah, and, your boy uh, Carmelo, though. Spoiler uh, alert: him and um, Roger Strong. Yeah, uh, had their time for the U.S. title when he went over. Yes, and uh, I've got to say, I- I'm very curious. Good match. Good match. Cool. Um, I- I'm curious what happens with Roger Strong going forward. What do you uh, mean? Because he, he recently signed a new deal. I, I think he signed it last year. Yeah. Um, like a three-year deal. And uh, I, I feel like, you know, Hideki Suzuki is gone from Diamond Mine now. He was one of the releases. Right. Um, and they're trying to push bigger guys, younger guys. Roddy's a smaller, older guy. With him losing the 205 title, the rumor is they're getting rid of 205. Oh, okay. So I'm like, well, what happens with with him? Um, do they, you know, do, I I can't picture him on the main roster, um, because he's so small. Okay. 
so I, I'm very curious. I'm like, does he get released? And if so, I I, I feel for him. Uh, You'll keep on NXT. I I don't know. I mean, maybe they do. Yeah, I, I can see it. But I just feel like with them pushing younger guys on NXT at some point, like it's gonna be like one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> uh, well, would you say is he the smallest on the roster? He's if he's not the, the smallest, he's one of the top three smallest. Okay. Okay. Um, and, and he can't. They they won't let him wrestle like he did on the indies because the thing is he's legitimately strong. Like he's one of those like surprisingly surprisingly strong people. Okay. And uh, so on the indies, he like wrestled big guys and uh, throw them around, kind of like Hook is doing in AEW. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna ask you about how's so how's Baby Taz still doing now? He's doing better. <laughs> like uh, they are pushing him like a monster. Okay, <laughs> I, I don't understand it, um, and that's no disrespect to him. Yep. Like, but I'm like he, he's like five ten, one seventy five. Like, how's the mic skills? He doesn't talk. Oh, okay. Um, okay. They, they they're pushing him like a monster, like legit monster, like. <laughs> He's throwing big guys around. He wrestled. I, I don't know if you're familiar with Bear Country. Nope. I, I would consider them the modern day natural disasters. <laughs> I, I, but are these guys enhancement talent that he's throwing around like left and yeah. right? Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, okay. it's enhancement talent. But they're okay. big guys. Okay. And, and like he's just like outpowering them. Like he, he took a pile driver and like just no sold it, stood up like. <laughs> oh, okay. So he's like like a little mini Goldberg, basically. Yes. Um, which is so so odd to me. Um, he wrestled Aaron Solo. Yeah, the fans are behind him. Um, so yeah, I mean that's good. Uh, you know, I don't know. Actually, the Queen and I we were talking about it last night. Uh, we we think he is what they want Orange Cassidy to be. Yeah, but Orange Cassidy is, is a play fighter. I mean, like right. like you know like, like a you know like. And, yeah, I know exactly what you mean, yeah. and that's and that's the problem is that he's a play fighter. But right. with Hook, um, like he, he's very like so he wins the match, like he just shrugs and like walks off, like he doesn't care. But like okay. during the match, he's super intense. Okay, okay. Like he, he comes down to the ring intense, he wrestles intense, and then it's over. He's just like, all right, like whatever, <laughs> off to the back. <laughs> All right, well, you think uh, they'll be putting a belt on him eventually? Oh, yeah. Um, probably not soon, but right. uh, I wouldn't be surprised in like six months' time if he's TNT champ. Okay. All right. And would you think it'd be rightfully so or too early? Um, I guess we'll have to see how... I mean, if it happened right now, definitely too early. Okay. Uh, we'll have to see if it happens in six months, what he looks like and how he's performing at that time. But yeah. I also feel like there's so many other people that I, I would have put ahead of him, uh, okay. starting with Scorpio Sky. Why? You, you'll like him in the tag with uh, Ethan Page? I do not. Um, really? You'll you'll yeah. like that? Uh, what? I don't. Uh, I'm not a big Ethan Page guy. Okay. Um, and uh, Scorpio Sky, I feel like is just so talented. Okay. And uh, but doesn't get used right. So you're saying they're like the 2022 version of the American males? <laughs> Maybe. 
that would that make Scorpio the, the, the Bagwell or the Scotty Riggs? I would say Sky is the Bagwell. Okay. I don't know if that's a good comparison. <laughs> <laughs> Considering how things turned out for Bagwell. Right. <laughs> but really, I, I thought they and what's their what's their um their manager's name? What's his name? Dan Lambert. Yeah, he'd be cutting. Yeah, yeah. Um but at this point, like that he doesn't have anything to talk about. Like what do you mean? They, they, they're not feuding with anybody. Right, right. Well, I guess segue, and that goes back to the point that um, with Big Swole saying there's no direction in yes. uh, <laughs> the company. Like, it's just, you know, we'll we'll sign up all these indie darlings, you know, rock with their uh, momentum that they have from the indie scenes and just have them, you know, propel them from there. We won't <laughs> write no stories, uh, no, uh, you know, won't organize nothing for them. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, uh, it's funny, but as we're talking about it, I'm like, yeah, like the Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, Dan Lambert thing is a great example of that because yep. they just come out every week talking, but not really like saying anything, you know? <laughs> and, and yeah. yeah, like outside of Cody Rhodes has a, a clear story arc happening, right? But there's not really a story that's like. Well, following it or anything it's just like oh like you know like cody's clearly like becoming a heel right but like there's no story to it there's no like oh like here's why he's been driven to the brink and had to go through this or that you know what i well, mean it, yeah because because he's getting uh xbox heat right basically yes yeah <clears throat> and uh which i actually think is on purpose i i, I think he he created a brilliant plan yep but without a story to go with it so it just comes across as weird <laughs> right 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 um and then you got Kenny Omega he has yep. his storyline with you know da- you know Daniel Bryan and th- those two but there's not even really a story there um you know Bryan came in beat Omega and then Omega you know he lost the belt to Hangman and Omega had to take some time off for surgery right um but but there's not really a story there it's just like oh matches are happening and they're great matches but but yeah it's not a real story so question then who has a story than AEW um CM Punk uh he and MJF have a story going right now alright there you go um Miro kind of not really but kind of has a story <laughs> Okay. Because uh, Miro, you know, Miro also comes out every week talking, but not really saying anything. Okay. Um, but th- there's a clear, at least every time, he, he, it's clear that he, he has upset his God, and because of that, he can't bang his wife. <laughs> uh, that, that much is clear. So I'm like, that's okay. kind of a story. He <laughs> <laughs> just comes out and says that every week. Like, you know, he, he's not wrestling matches. He's not like, he just comes out and he's that he's like in the void like I don't know if he's in the uh, hyperbolic time chamber right or, or where he's at but like right. he's in this all white space right he's like my god has forsaken me and for that I cannot go home to my beautiful hot wife <laughs> and then that's it like <laughs> oh goodness um that's unfortunate uh there's, there's very little storyline is going on what, what, what the is. Young Bucks the Young Bucks they got a storyline 
Yeah, right. the Young Bucks, they've, they've got whatever is going on with Adam Cole and yep. now uh, formerly known as Undisputed Era. Yep. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, because uh, Kyle Riley and uh, hooked back up with yes. Bobby Fish. Yep, so they've, they've definitely got some kind of story going there. Um, yep. and, and as we're, we're talking about it, I, I think Big Swole actually hit the nail on the head. Uh-huh. I, was, I was giving her criticism because she was saying like, oh, like if you're a creative like talent or whatever, like good, like they'll, they'll let you roll with it. But if yep. you're not, like then there's no direction. And, and I, I, at the time I was criticizing because I'm like, well, then you should be creative like to, to get on TV. Yeah. But, but I'm realizing as we're talking about it, I'm like the, the three creative talents that are there are doing their own stories, basically. <laughs> like, <laughs> Pretty much. And, and everybody else is just kind of floating around. Pretty much. Yeah, because they're, they're just bringing basically the Bullet Club behind the elite you know, escapades into AEW. Yeah, yep. You know, uh, other than, well, I was going to say the Dark Order, though. They were able to win, um, especially when, you know, when Brody was still with us, they, there was some sort of cohesiveness with, you know, the Dark yes. You know? Yes. So I'll give, uh, I'll give them back, you know, credit as well. And, I mean, maybe that has to do with Brody's creativity. Yeah. I don't know. Well, he definitely brought it. Oh, yeah. Because his uh, gimmick from when he was with, you know, his, uh, Luke Harper and the Federation was totally, you know, 180. Yes. So. Well, um, but yeah, have you um, watched any uh, recent AEWs this past week? Yeah. Uh, watched Dynamite, um, which uh, was their... Uh, uh, what was the title of it? I, I think it was New Year's Day or so. I don't know what it was called, but like okay. New Year, New Dynamite. It was their debut episode on TBS. Okay. Opened up with Brian Danielson against Hangman Page. Okay. For the belt. Um, and, and the there there will be a winner uh, stipulation because they had judges. Okay. And uh, um it's funny Irene and I when, when we when the match started we were like how are they going to top their last match yep that, that went to 60 minute time limit yep and uh, what they decided to do they made it evident very quickly how they were going to top it um, they were just going to make it a lot more violent oh hysterical and, uh, <laughs> yeah uh, so both men got busted open uh, were bleeding profusely um, like, it was crazy uh, but Hangman Page won the match um, and as much as I feel like they should put the belt on Brian, yep. um, I think it was the right decision for Hangman to win. Does, it, does he have the crowd behind him? Um, not as strong as he could. Okay. But I think he can build it. Um, okay. If he puts on great matches um, and like really gritty title defenses, yep. I think he'll build that. Okay. Is he a good performer? He is. Um, okay. Very talented. One of the best matches I've ever seen uh, was him and Kota Ibushi. Okay. Um, and I saw that live in New Orleans. Okay. Um, and yeah, that was really good. All right. Uh, but yeah, so that was the uh, opening match, and the rest of the card went downhill from there. Hysterical. Uh, <laughs> hysterical. Tends to happen with AEW, like, because they'll open it up with something crazy. Yep. And just, you can't, you know, nothing else is going to keep up with that. So is that a detriment? Would you, if you were book it, would you book it that same way or book the strong matches last and the weaker ones first? 
matches last. I, I would uh, I would open it up best match maybe open it up with the third best match. Okay. Um, and then uh, your second best match I would have like halfway through the show, and your best match I would have at the end. Okay. That way okay. it's going up like in tier, like you know. Okay. And you put put like whatever weak stuff in between, but people are like, oh well, we know this awesome stuff is still coming. Okay. And you build up to it. Um, CM Punk and MJF continued their storyline, um, which I actually I, I liked uh, how they went about it. MJF, uh, you know, he, he he only has like four losses in like his AEW career, um, and they're to like Cody Rhodes, John Moxley, and. I'm not sure who else, but all big names, you know, point is the point. And uh, so MJF came out to wrestle um, some job guy. Yeah. And uh, Punk came down to the ring um, because Punk has been saying for a couple weeks now, if he sees MJF, he's going to punch him in the face. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And MJF is never, you know, MJF doesn't really wrestle too much. Um, So MJF was wrestling. So Punk runs down to the ring. MJF runs out of the ring. Okay. And Punk was like, you know, I said if I see you, I'm gonna punch you in the face. Like, come here, like take it like a man. MJF <laughs> says no. So Punk uh, grabs MJF's opponent, the job guy, and uh, hits him with the GTS. Yep. Referee disqualifies MJF. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> now MJF, he's heated because yeah. now he's got a loss. Like, and the <laughs> job guy. And uh, Punk gets on the mic and he says, until you meet me face to face, this is going to be your life. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, have they have they wrestled before? They have not. Oh, okay. Not even like on the indies? This is nope. a first? This will okay. be a first. And uh, it looks like they're going to have to, well, it looks like Punk is basically, it looks like they're going to recreate the MJF Jericho story. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Oh, that's one of MJF's other losses, Jericho. Okay. Um, where uh, Jericho had to go through all the guys to get to MJF. Yep. They're, they're basically, it looks like they're recreating that because uh, next week it's going to be Punk against Wardlow. Okay. And then, uh, I don't know if the week after that, like, will MJF be like, well, now I've got someone from your past. And all of a sudden you hear, time to play the game. Hysterical. <laughs> Hysterical. You think they could um, put on a good match, those two? I think so. Okay. Um, I think MJF is a talented wrestler. Okay. Um, more athletic than he shows. Okay. Um, he's getting stronger and stronger by the day, and he's a great performer. Um, I'm actually a little jealous of him. Uh, he posted a picture, uh, shoulder pressing 105 pound dumbbells okay. um, in each hand. I was like, okay, I see you. <laughs> All right. At the. Uh, Iron Asylum here at the Casa. The dumbbells only go up to fifty. Oh, uh, <laughs> all right. All good. Uh, do you struggle with those fifty? <laughs> and uh, I don't struggle with the fifties. I get them up. All right. I get them up. I get them up. But uh, but yeah, I know I'm nowhere near touching one hundred and five. Uh, <laughs> yet. But uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but yeah, but uh, with all that being said, um, I think those two, they have, they both have really good minds, and uh, 
I, I think they, they will. I think they'll put on a good performance, a good match. I think Punk, at this point, he's he's getting into his flow uh, okay. from a wrestling standpoint. Um, and so, I yeah, I expect good things for, from their match whenever it happens, probably at a pay-per-view. Okay. Okay. All right. You think one of their bigger ones or... Um, if I had to guess, it's probably going to be the whatever the next one is, which I think is Double or Nothing. Double or Nothing? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's in March. Yeah. I think that's in March. Okay. All right. That's what they have, like, the, yeah, with the slots? Yes. Yep. All right. Okay. What's their, what's their mania for AEW? Um, all, all, uh, all out. All out. And when does that yeah. usually happen? That's uh, Labor Day weekend in September. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah. And uh, actually, as I'm thinking of it now, uh, we'll probably end up ordering Double or Nothing if you want to come by. It's a Saturday night. <laughs> you already ha- you already know Saturday night in, in September? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about Double or Nothing in March. Oh, but, uh, I didn't even all out. I'm sorry. All <laughs> I was out like, jeez. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll probably be ordering that, too. Uh, the AEW does their pay-per-views on Saturdays. Oh, okay. Uh, I said oh. Sundays? <laughs> yeah. I got you. I got you. <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. Cool. Cool. Definitely. Definitely. Um, any, any other highlights with AEW? Um, Hook wrestled Bailey's ex, Aaron Solo, mm-hmm. who uh, I've also wrestled. Um, oh, okay. But, uh, you know, it's basically, Aaron Solo is basically a jobber over there. And uh, so Hook threw him around and won with some sort of submission or something or another. Okay. Um, oh, Adam Cole, baby, um, wrestled Jake Atlas um, from NXT. Who's uh, Jake Atlas? He was, a, uh, he was in NXT for a hot second. Uh, prior to that, he was an Evolve. Um, interestingly enough, he was an openly gay wrestler. Okay. Uh, and a lot of people thought that would keep him from getting signed with WWE. Okay. Uh, but he did get signed, but like they took away all the gay. <laughs> like, okay. What was his gimmick uh, name? With the Jake, it was all, it's always been Jake Atlas. I think that might be his real name. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, but yeah, in WWE they took away like any semblance of you know like he used to wear like rainbow trunks and stuff like that. And they took all gotcha. that away. Gotcha. Um, but uh, now he's uh, he signed with AEW, and uh, he's definitely a bit more flamboyant. Um, not quite to the rainbow trunks like he used to have, but uh, but he came out last night in some sparkly black and silver thing, and like some sort of sparkly jacket kind of thing. Good um, worker. Not bad. Uh, okay. He got hurt in this match with Adam Cole, unfortunately. Really? What happened? Yes, uh, he landed awkwardly. Um, off the top rope uh, something happened to his leg it was really weird um, he came down you could tell he was supposed to be one of those spots where like he comes off the uh, spring you know with the springboard and Adam okay. Cole's gonna hit him with a super kick okay it's one of those deals but I uh, came off the springboard and like landed like on the mat ate the super kick but like started selling like his ankle <laughs> oh really yeah um, and, and it was not to say funny, like that's not the right term. Yeah. But, like you could tell Adam Cole didn't realize he was hurt. 
<laughs> so, so Adam Cole's going up to the ropes to set up for the Panama Sunrise. <laughs> and you see the referee like telling him, no, no. <laughs> so then Adam Cole like steps down and then he just like puts like some, like he wraps his legs around Atlas's legs and Atlas taps. Like, and that was the match. Oh, uh, yeah, for submission? Yeah, yep. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes when you got improvised, Absolutely, you know, and yeah, they did a good job of the improvising. Um, but but yeah, so hopefully Atlas isn't hurt too bad. Hopefully, uh, you know, something minor. Yeah. But uh, I feel like a bunch of people have been getting hurt this week. Really? Um, yeah, uh, Sasha Banks. She got hurt at a house show. How so? Um, also a leg thing. I don't. Oh, uh, uh, she landed funny on something. Uh, she's going to be out there saying six to eight weeks. Okay. Um, and oh my God, the most disturbing thing I've ever seen. Uh, I do not recommend watching the video uh, okay. unless you're in the mood for something gruesome. Um, okay. Ray Phoenix. Um, the Lucha Bros lost their tag titles to uh, Jurassic Express. Okay. And uh, Ray Phoenix took a choke slam uh, from the uh, ring apron uh, through a table. Okay. And uh, it was one of those situations, I think, where he felt like he was in the air for too long. Okay. Um, and so he turned and put his hand down. And then he, he just landed all of his weight on his arm. So you see, like, his arm, like, imagine, like, if you, you know, like, I'm a little teapot, short and stout, you know that? Yeah. Yep. So imagine you're in that position. Yep. And then, like, the elbow is just forward. What do you mean? Like, so, like, if you take your hand right now and do the I'm a little teapot thing. Yeah. Like with your, you, so, like, your your arm creates, like, a circle. Okay. And then just move your elbow forward and imagine it was, like, all the way forward. Like, that's what it looked like. But uh, he put his so hand he broke his elbow or sprained it? Um, it turns out it was a bad dislocation. Oh, so he dislocated his elbow. Yeah. But like so, like he put his hand behind him. But then when he landed, like all of a sudden his elbow was in front. You know what I mean? Oh wow! Yeah, it was that kind of situation. Ooh, from a choke slam though. Yeah, yep. Because he put his hand down. It was and it was one of those things where I, I understood it because I've actually been in a similar situation. Okay, uh, that's a little weird though because you're just taking a back bump. Yes. But, but it's one of those things where it's like, I've been in the air too long. Like, what, what's what, what's going on? <laughs> you know? Okay. And, and just human nature, you like turn to be like, why haven't I landed yet? <laughs> and he's <laughs> doing that. Like, and he put his hand down. And then all of a sudden, like, just that split second, then all this weight hit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And, uh, so it's one of those just crazy things um and yeah I, I went through something similar one time uh taking a uranagi which okay. is uh, basically the rock bottom but the guy doesn't go down with you okay and uh it was one of those things where like i'm up and i'm like going down and i'm like why haven't i landed yet <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and i did i turned my head and landed funny on my wrist uh so how do you like get around that type of situation then where you feel like you're in the air too long but you don't want to panic um, I mean, ultimately, I guess you got to just like trust, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and, and it's, I, I don't know the answer because like I said, I've, I've done it. Um, and I think it's just one of those weird, 
crazy things because most of the time everything feels right. You land quickly. Yeah. You know, and you you land flat. Yeah. Um, but but for whatever reason, just sometimes like I, I don't know if it's like some form of ultra instinct. <laughs> like, <laughs> it seems like time slows down. You know. <laughs> Oh wow, that's a really scary. weird phenomenon. Yeah, because uh, most of the time when you take a move, you don't have time to think about it. Right. Yeah, you just it just it just happens. Right. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully you won't be out too long. It sounds like with this location, I guess pop it in. You just has to go through some, you know therapy for probably a couple of months. That's what I'm guessing. No. And just get over the fact that, you know, that was a one-time thing. He doesn't psych himself out. Right. That's the other part of it. Yeah. Because I know uh, the the Olympic gymnast, uh, uh, Simone Biles, I know she's been going through situations where she's had, it's been a mental thing with her, like, uh, spins as a gymnast. You know how, like, gymnasts, like, do spins and it's, like, gone to her head. So okay. in regards to, like, wrestling, you know, where you took one bad injury where it doesn't, you know, affect you going forward as far as, like, you know, taking bumps or panicking. Yes, yep. So, but, uh, okay. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, anything else um, on AEW for this week? Um, let's see, this week coming up, we got CM Punk against Wardlow. Uh, more uh, as far as what's happening with uh, the group formerly known as Undisputed Era. Yep. And uh, the Young Bucks, because there's clearly some sort of tension there. Um, you know, basically everyone vying for Adam Cole's attention. <laughs> young Bucks are like, he's our friend. Undisputed Arrow's like, he's our friend. Like, you know, that kind of situation. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, uh, oh, um, I think... Sammy Guevara will be defending the TNT championship, or I should say the interim TNT championship. Because okay. uh, uh, last, was it last night? Last night was Saturday? Yeah, last night was Saturday. Yeah. Um, at Battle of the Belts, um, it was supposed to be Sammy Guevara against Cody Rhodes, uh, but Cody Rhodes has COVID. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, yep, tested positive. And uh, so he couldn't make it, so they made an interim TNT Championship match between Sammy Guevara and Dustin Rhodes. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, uh, definitely uh, look forward to that. See how that goes. For sure. For sure. Uh-huh. All right. Cool. Um, trying to think. Uh, any other noteworthy topics happening in, in wrestling? Not that I can think of. So I was going to say, like, did you yeah, think of any? releases. I feel like the releases we covered, that was the biggest right. thing. Well, I guess on the AEW side, they said they're not going to re-sign Marco Stunt. Did they say that? Yeah. Okay. So I don't uh, know if that's like a total loss for Jurassic Express or what that means. It's not. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, no disrespect to Marco Stunt, but yeah, he stood out like a sore thumb. <laughs> um, and and it, it's funny, I'm like... I, I, I shouldn't be surprised that they're not re-signing him because he wasn't even on the latest Jurassic Express t-shirt. Um, the latest Jurassic Express t-shirt is them and Christian. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. But Christian right. has been on TV, right? For like a minute? I mean, he he, he, uh, he, he does promos. Okay. He pretty much talks for Jungle Boy because Jungle Boy is still 
still learning. Right, 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 right. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Well, then, uh, on that note, um, since uh, Marco is not <laughs> getting resigned, I guess uh, you want to take us out uh, on, <laughs> on that, you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, on this nice, uh, wonderful Sunday. And don't forget, you got to, <clears throat> after this episode, get in contact with, uh, you know, G to the A. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'll definitely get in touch with him, see if we can get him on maybe next week. All right, cool. All right. Uh, but yeah, let's close it out. Uh, All right. You know, wishing Marco Stunt the absolute best uh, with his future endeavors. Yes, sir. Uh, I think we're going to be seeing a few of those uh, coming up. Yep. Uh, for AEW because they are entering their third year. Yep. Um, and so I bet a lot of people that signed three year contracts back in the beginning, yep. if they're not quite holding up their end of things, um, they're not going to get re signed. Yep. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, wishing the best positive vibes to everybody out there. Um, not just AEW wrestlers, but everybody. Not just wrestlers, everybody. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> those of you listening, uh, of course, as we say every week, it can be anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. We love you. Peace, chicken grease, one, two, three.